Hey Hugs, thank you so much for downloading the episode. It is 2019 and on the show today we recap our Christmas and New Year's break along with all of the social media news that we can come up with as well as our epic and first and not our last ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. Look at me. I'm a bitch. That's awesome. Paula. I'm on a business call. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. Happy 2019. It is episode 334. Ugh! Ugh! We're back with a vengeance. We have survived the holidays, the great coughing of 2018, the wretched 13-year-old boy. We've we've survived it. We have. For a new year. None of the... Well, the coughing isn't completely gone sometimes but i think he has allergies and your 13 year old is still at home but he will be going back to school to terrorize the village mm-hmm. and leave you alone now there's <laughs> coughing in my house so no <laughs> yes. no You're actually like, you have no idea it's not even so much the coughing it's the uh <laughs> oh god i can't tell which is worse honestly they're all bad. Whenever I hear that come out of someone's face, I think of the guy on planes, trains, and automobiles. <laughs> She'll get it. My wife will get it. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. You know which one I'm talking about. I just tell, I'm like, go blow your nose or Jeez. something. I'm yeah, like, if you keep well, doing that, you're just going to give yourself a sinus infection. Go blow. <laughs> And here's the other thing is when you give them like triaminic or some kind of Sudafed or anything, it makes them so grumpy. I know. Antihistamines make people so grumpy. You forget. People forget that antihistamines actually make people irritable Mm -hmm. until you're taking them all the time. And you're like, I can't hate your face more right now. And it's Mm -hmm. like, you've had so much Sudafed. Get out of here. You know, I know. Anyway, so happy new year to our listeners and to you, Ugg, because we did not spend New Year's Eve together, of course. Oh, yeah. Did you guys stay up? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. Yeah, we bought little party hats and little noisemakers like we did. We got those Mm. uh, cheap little popper things that, you know, streamers come out of. Olivia loves those things. Oh, well, good. That sounds cool. Yeah. So we we decided to land on the Ryan Seacrest show. And the Jenny McCarthy. We tried, I, which one did we try ahead. watching for a while? We tried watching the Chrissy Teigen and the other one, but mm-hmm. it was just uncomfortable. I don't know why. I don't know who's producing all of these New Year's Eve shows, but every single one is terrible. I get the novelty of watching people get drunker as the evening wears on. Like on CNN, they encourage them to drink alcohol so they, you know, become tipsy and do all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I saw Anderson Cooper do a shot and it was like watching a butthole. It was so uncomfortable. I did not see that. But what I heard was that he clearly doesn't do shots. Although my... My hairdresser was saying that his boyfriend is a bartender and that's how they met. And I'm like, well, they obviously weren't doing that because he clearly does not know how to do it. It looks like he was taking Robitussin. It wasn't good. But we actually ended up watching the New York time, the nine o'clock countdown. Right. Uh, we watched the Univision one. Oh. It was good. It was actually, I mean, we didn't understand yes, the whole lot. Nueve. Ocho. <laughs> 
Yes. And what I noticed was that it was basically the same feed of CNN. Oh, okay. And so, because I, I, I assume they're affiliated in some umbrella of the world. but They probably um, own them. Yes, probably. So we watched... <laughs> this girl bebe rexa who is that she's apparently very famous uh pop star right now and i and malia my 18 year old actually knows who she is and thinks she's really good so i'm watching her sing and she's first of all she's not to me she's terrible is she like a short blonde haired girl Uh, well i don't think her hair is truly blonde but yes i think she Um, does a country song she i think she does harmonize on one yes okay i, would, I know who i wouldn't she call is. it country but yeah pop country but she was singing imagine by john lennon oh god like two minutes and then it ends like two minutes before the ball drops and so she's singing it and i'm looking at her and i'm i'm like oh she's acting like cindy lopper that's exactly who she is. She's totally emulating Cindy Lauper, the way she sings, her body movements and everything. And I thought, well, you know, her fans are never going to know who that is. So I guess to them, she's original. Okay. Yeah, really. Minus the psoriasis. Yeah, she didn't have, uh, she did not have short sleeves on. So it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> it's very possible. Well, it's, apparently it was a uh, pouring rain there. So it was. Ryan Seacrest looked like a drowned rat. And then he w- was attempting to floss. And that was uncomfortable to watch because he's like the total white guy. So I do not understand. They're like, okay, we want you guys to like really act natural. This is a casual you know, event. And I'm thinking, this is not, I mean, Dick Clark must be rolling over in his grave. This is awful. This is so shameful, the way this is all worked out. I saw about three seconds of Steve, what's the guy, the Family Feud guy? Oh, Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Oh, he did a show? Yes. I probably would have watched that one. I was looking for a Pitbull show because the dancers usually have like shorts halfway up their ass. And I'm just like, well, Ryan would enjoy that one. (laughs) Yeah. Usually the the Pitbull show is usually at 1230. Oh, that's the after party. At some point after midnight, I saw Diana Ross and it was obviously pre-recorded because there was no rain. Mm -hmm. She looks I mean, she's so iconic. But if her eyes just couldn't be more buggy. God, that I mean, hair really. is just out of and control. How do they do that? I, do you think that's her real hair? Or do you think that's like a wig? You know, I'm not really sure. It's turned into witch hair, you know? It's it's really a lot. There's a <laughs> lot of it. It's huge. For real. Anyway, I the, the New Year's Eve shows were very disappointing. I thought they were tacky and crap. And I'm not even into that kind of stuff. But I would like it to be... Like, I'm going, why didn't these women put their hair in messy buns or something? Like Christine, uh, Chrissy Teigen did. And of course, it's gone everywhere. <laughs> You've seen the ugly and awkward moment. She got poked in the eye by a her face umbrella. <laughs> she plowed her face into an umbrella. Well, trying her face to... afterward was epic. God, we posted on our Facebook page and our Instagram page. If you yes. haven't seen it, like a million other people, I was like, and I've seen her do shit like this before. I'm like, God, she's so awkward. She's so much a hug. It's it's hilarious to me. Yeah, she is. Which is well, why did John you see her just tweet her. the next day? <laughs> she went back to look for her eyeball. Yes, <laughs> yes, it was so funny. That was oh, funny. God, I loved it. I loved it. Okay, so I saw you. We're kind of working backwards. I yeah, saw sorry. you on Saturday the 29th 
for the UFC fight, which was yes. freaking fun and epic. It was. Now, I've you and I both have always been big fans of Amanda Nunez, but she... Oh, my God. She is she, now everyone's favorite. She, she kicked Cyborg's ass. I freaking loved it i was nervous because i really wanted her to win i'm like please amanda just do it and man did she do it oh she just, it was like, so good she just must be like that good i mean well you know what misha tate said about her yeah she, she said never... i've never been hit harder in my life yeah and she's been hurt and <laughs> misha tate's had her ass kicked by ronda rousey many times yeah i loved it and you know really it was it was a beautiful thing to see her and daryl was saying he goes you know she's knocked out her last three opponents in the first round yeah and i believe it i i don't keep track but it every time i watch her it's a fast fight i know that much it's a super fast fight it's amazingly fun to watch i mean in my opinion that was the fight of the night because absolutely the john jones and alex gustafin fight was it was just very it was technical it never got exciting and alex gustafson looked out of shape and like he wasn't even trying to me to well me. i think he hurt his leg at some i point told in the you night. yeah and his ankle was all like wobbly that just kind of ruins it because it's like you know it's a better fight when both people are you know at their top health top. but if you get yes. hurt during the fight then you're just at a disadvantage already i know i know and oh speaking so. of speaking of ufc fighters <laughs> Okay, this is this is not intended to be mean. I'm just saying. What? Uriah Faber is expecting a baby. <laughs> I know. I read that. I think I told you that, actually. Yeah. I Actually, I think you and I both saw it on um, Instagram. Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so I said, well, I guess that puts to bed the rumors that he's gay. Cause, yeah. I mean, he's clearly excited about being a father. Maybe he's just super private. He could just be a late bloomer in life. Maybe he yeah. was just all about his career and his gym and everything. And now that that's all, you know, basically running itself. Yeah. He's just, he can... you know, and he's retired. Mm-hmm. Well, and think about it. I mean, everybody's having babies right now. You know, TJ's know. had a baby. Cody had a baby. You know, oh, well, that was going to be my, our next discussion. How many freaking people announced pregnancies like the second New Year's Day came? Yeah, that and engagements or weddings. Okay, so Kim and Kanye's surrogate is pregnant with her fi- with her fifth baby. Fourth? Fourth? Uh, fourth baby. They're having a uh, boy. It's a boy. Gordon Ramsay's wife is pregnant. Okay, get this. Their youngest child is 17. What? Yeah. Why are they? Why? Why? <laughs> I don't and, why? and this is on purpose because I know. they had a horrible miscarriage. Miscarriage. <sighs> I mean, I understand, but if I turned to Daryl and said, I really, I think we should, you know, and he'd be like, Jamie, we're so close to the finish line. Why would you do this to us? You know, like, why would you? He's got so much freaking money. It doesn't matter. Then adopt some. You know what? Never mind. It doesn't matter. You want a baby at 50, you go right ahead. I just, I can't fathom that personally. He's 52, but they didn't say how old she was. She's 47. I mean, that's that's old, it. Paula. That's, <laughs> that's hey, old. Rachel Weiss was 48 50. when she had her baby. Bridget Nelson had a baby at 50. OK, she's gross. That's, I know. But still, can you imagine 70 years old with a 20 year old? That's that's really rough. That's rough. Yeah, I don't I know. Can't. I mean, we're not living to 112 or anything. It's not you know, it's not like we've expanded our age and 50 is just midway for everyone. You know, it's not for everybody. 
uh, Conor McGregor had a baby yesterday. Oh, they had the baby, huh? Yes, just like that. We see the picture, and the next thing you know, she's having a baby. She had the baby. No word on if it's a boy or a girl or anything like that. I'm guessing it's a boy, though. Yeah, me too. Jessica Simpson is still pregnant. God. <laughs> when is that girl going to have that baby? I mean, she's looked My huge for months now. She's so big. She just carries it all up front. Like, there's nothing to hide. She is just full-on pregnant all the time. Kobe Bryant is having another baby. Another girl. They're going to have four girls. Well, if that's what he deserves. (laughs) Yeah, really. A reminder. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so on the break, uh, I know that you watched some stand-up comedy, as did I. Yes. I know you don't have Netflix anymore. I think that's temporary, personally. Um... But I watched the new Ellen DeGeneres stand-up special. I think we've seen it, actually. I think we saw it before we got rid of Netflix. I struggled with it, personally. A lot of lesbian stuff. Well, I don't mind her. I didn't mind her routine as much. What I struggled with was the audience. So, you know, she's like the white gay Oprah of the daytime talk show world. And that's fine. The problem, I think, is that she's kind of sick of it because she's now pigeonholed herself into this this thing like she's Disneyland on ice. Right. And she doesn't feel that that's who she truly is. And no one is that happy and positive and a comedian. Like most comedians are pretty dark. They're pretty broken. Yeah. And they're and they're dark inside. And that's why Mm -hmm. they're so good at their job is that they take that and they make it hilarious. And so. When you and I discovered Ellen forever ago, she mm-hmm. was amazing and hilarious and funny. And now she so she really wants to come back and do stand up again. She doesn't really I've heard she doesn't want to do the show anymore, um, but she comes out and it is 90 percent women, mm-hmm. house frows, PTA moms. I mean, and then, yes, there's some lesbians there. Very few men. And it was done up in Portland, I think. So oh. <laughs> so she comes out. And it's like, ah, ah, you know, that's all it is. That's all you hear. And every time she says something, ah, ah, you know, all the screaming and the applauding and stuff. And I'm like, okay, I'm over this audience already. Like, I'm over it. Why yeah. didn't she do this at a comedy club where people didn't expect it to be Ellen? Because then she would have gotten a real response right. to her stuff. It wasn't that funny. Yeah. It wasn't that funny. No, I heard that. Um, I didn't watch it, but mm-hmm. um, Ryan did. And he said mm-hmm. that she talked a lot more about like being gay and stuff like that, which is, you know, no uh, big deal. That's who she is. Well, that's who that's she's living that. But but she's more than that, though, you know? Well, she's she's now a representative like she apparently on Twitter or somewhere today today, she said essentially, and I'm paraphrasing on behalf of the LGBTQ community, we accept Kevin Hart's apology. We want him to do the Oscars. And the LGBT community is like, what the fuck are you talking about, Ellen? <laughs> like, yeah, who, I mean, like, who, who gave her who anointed you? Yeah, right. Who said, yes, Ellen, you do it. You know, like, no, I don't remember. Was there a meeting? I don't remember. So now, of course, there's outrage over the outrage. Oh, my God. <laughs> so funny. But, you know, apparently she feels that she has the voice to do it. But the stand up was, you know, there was a couple parts that were really funny. She said that she was regretful of the dance thing, how she dances on her show. 
Oh, really? She's Why? Re- she's regretful. She goes, I did it one time and it stuck. And now whenever I go anywhere, they're like, Ellen! And they start breaking out and dance. And it's like, and if I don't do it, I'm an asshole. You know? So it's oh. like now she said, uh, the other thing is she started doing Be Kind at the end of her show. I've never watched her show from beginning to end. No, I haven't either. And she says, Be Kind. And she goes, now if I'm pissed off in traffic because someone cuts me off, and I, you know, honk and I get mad and I pull around them and they see it's me. They're like, Ellen! And she's like, fuck, I can't be an asshole, you know, because now I'm the be kind woman, you know. So now it's like I have to be this thing that I'm not all the time because it'll get around in L.A. especially. Well, I mean, maybe she portrayed herself as someone she's not. Exactly. And honestly, I would. Well, first of all, I'd be like. Yesterday, Daryl and I were at lunch, and I was talking about something. I said, well, I just give zero fucks. And Daryl mm. goes, Jamie. And I go, what? He goes, there are children behind you. And I'm like, don't tell me what to do. I will do whatever I want to. I will say that as loud as I want to, and you will just deal with it. And he's like, I'm just trying to tell you there were children behind you. I'm like, I don't care. I've been listening to those four brats talk to their grandmother, who, by the way, has been interrogating them for 30 minutes about the new mother. Okay, so I don't want to hear about it. God. I go, I've had to listen to those children say, do you know what she said to us? For like a half an hour. So they can hear my fuck. The new stepmom. Yes. I go, so, and and the grandmother, and the grandmother who's clearly the old, the real mom's mom. She's like, did she really say that to you? How did she say it? What did she say exactly? That's so mean. I had to listen to that. And, And these kids, first of all, very privileged children. Because Mm -hmm. they have drama class and they're nine or whatever. And it's like, I, (laughs) she's like, well, she mostly stayed in her room on New Year's Eve. We didn't have to see her. And I went, oh my God. You know, first of all, I'm sorry that you have a broken home, but that doesn't mean you have to be an obnoxious asshole in the restaurant. So if I say I give zero fucks, you can deal with it. And I'm sure it's not the first time they've ever heard that word. And by the way, your stepmother hates you. (laughs) Right? She married your dad for the money, obviously, because the grandmother looked younger than me with all of her work done. Wow. It was so annoying. And the one girl who refused, she literally refused to order anything from the menu. She's like, because there was nothing on there that was good. God. <laughs> and the grand and the waitress kept coming back going are you sure you don't want to order anything and the grandmother finally goes no there's nothing on the menu that she would like and i was like i can't even believe you guys are here this is a diner <laughs> like why are you here yeah really i mean order some eggs or something a diner has like 300 options and even if it's not on the menu they'll make it they'll make it for you and she's like well can i have some uh can i have some just some regular noodles can i just get that with some butter on the side and they're like well um we don't really have that kind of noodle (laughs) you know but i can do this i can do spaghetti no never mind it was really frustrating and i said these children need to go back to school I have no words. This extended vacation of the kids not going back the day after New Year's is really annoying. I'm actually a little sad that they're going back, but that's just because my kids are at like a good spot right now. Well, it's a good it's a good time to say, well, you have the weekend. Yeah. And, and then, you know, my sending kids them don't off. they don't really annoy me like Ryan's, you know, he's been so involved in this game that he's not on my nerves anymore. So right, right. And Olivia, she's always fun, so. Vacation comes and goes. Do you know what she said last night? What? 
This is how I know she's been watching too much Fox News. She said, Paula, uh, <laughs> why do you even have that on your television? Jamie, I'm not the only one that lives here. <laughs> anyway, what did she say? So she was just talking and blah, blah, blah. And she said, well, God help the Democrats. <laughs> <gasps> so- what? <laughs> why did she say that? Why would she say that? Nowhere. And I'm like, what did you just say? And she said, she's like, I don't know. And she's like, what's a Democrat? (laughs) She doesn't even know what a Democrat is. She's like, I think I just heard it on the news. I'm sure she did. Maybe we should watch some Nickelodeon. I'm like, when have you been watching Hannity? (laughs) Jeez Louise. That's a very serious household you have going on there. No wonder Ryan's obsessed with Fortnite. My God. Oh, God. It was funny. Um. So uh, Daryl and I went up to Reno to see his father, who last, this was a couple weeks ago now, mm-hmm. was having rotator cuff surgery. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, rotator cuff surgery is, for the most part, you can do it arthroscopically. You don't have yeah. to, like, fillet anybody's arm open. So anyway, he had injured himself by grading. And so he was having this this surgery done. So we never go up there to visit. It's just, I don't know why. It's just, our lives are just so incredibly busy and whenever we go up there, we go, okay, we're just going up for the day, and then we'll drive home. And every time we get up there, we end up spending the night. It mm-hmm. just happens, which we did this time. <laughs> so we went up there early to take him to lunch, say, you know, Godspeed on the the surgery, and we'll hear from you tomorrow when it's all said and done. And we get up there, and he's so proud of Daryl that everybody comes. He wants everybody to meet him. You know, so we're there at their business. They have a wine, um, Mm -hmm. a wine store slash tasting bar. And so everyone's coming in. And so suddenly it's a party. And it's really super fun. There's a gentleman there that I've never met before. And he's probably our age. And he is, um, well, he's a douchebag. It's the only thing I can say. I don't even know. I'm not going to use any names. It does because it doesn't matter. But I ruined his evening. Uh Oh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I don't, I have no regrets, by the way, but I wanted to tell you the story. I couldn't wait to tell you the story. I, I wanted to tell you when you were here on Saturday, but I just, I'm like, no, I'm going to wait. <laughs> so, you know, we were having a great time, everything, and everybody decided that we needed to get dinner. And so, um, but everything's starting to close because, you know, things kind of, unless it's at the casinos, most restaurants are closed by nine or 10 in, you know, suburban Reno. Right. So they finally found a place that was open for another hour or two. So and they they know this guy. It's a new place. It's only been open a week. And we wanted to, you know, they wanted to support him. And so I'm sitting at this little table and I'm sipping on some champagne that Daryl's dad had poured. And so I'm just sipping on it, kind of waiting for everybody to decide what to do, because I'm just going to go wherever they tell me. And this person, this man who I already didn't like, and I was judging him from afar, walks up to me and snaps his fingers and says, we need to get going. I'd be like, I'm sorry, you're mistaking me for someone else. (laughs) He snapped and I looked at his fingers and I looked up at him and I said, I don't know who you think you're talking to, (laughs) but if you ever snap at me again, it will be the last thing you remember. (laughs) Right. And he's like, well, Gary just really wants to get us going. I'm like, I'm well aware who Gary is. Don't snap at me ever again. First of all, do you know anyone who would respond to a snap to the face? Anyone? 
no. not even a dog responds to a snap, right? I was so offended. <laughs> I don't even know why he would ever, of all the people that were there, why would he do that to me? And I was just minding my own business, by the way. I wasn't even, like, involved in the shenanigans of deciding where to eat or anything like that. I was just sitting there quietly, just waiting. So he goes, you know what? You're right. I'm sorry. And he tries to fist bump my apology. <laughs> he, he gives me his fist. And he goes, here, I'm ap- apologies. And I looked at his fist. And I said, absolutely not. And I got up and I walked away. I'd be like, get out of my face. I was furious. And so. He went to Daryl. On the other side of the place. So he went. This this person went to the bathroom. And I told Daryl what he had. I go, can you believe this guy? Who the fuck is this guy? Who is this? Why are we associating with him? And so he goes, what and see here's the thing with daryl is like if it was truly a situation in which a man needed to step in and control it it'd be one Mm. thing it wasn't that this guy just had he had no manners so victor's the same way he's like the most non-confrontational person i know (laughs) and he's in the fucking army and so the guy comes out and he hears me telling him about the snapping And the guy goes, hey, I apologize, but you wouldn't accept my apology. I'm like, it was a weak apology, and I don't accept it. And now I'm like, please don't make me do this with all these people. I'd be like, please stop talking to me. Yeah. And so Daryl goes, why won't he learn his lesson? I'm like, I don't know, but I'm ready to, like, drop him, like, now. Like, can we just let, let send him home or something? Is there a way to get rid of this person? And so Gary starts getting an ear of this. He's like, what the fuck did you do? You know, like, what's happening here? And Mm -hmm. so finally the guy humbled. We went to the dinner thing. And he started to make it a joke every time. He would bring it up and he would snap. Not at me, but others. He was trying to make light of it. And so Paula, he apologized no less than 10 times the entire evening. And every time I was like, no. I'm done with you. Like, why? I would never know you in any other circumstance would I associate with you ever. So finally, at the end of the evening, he goes, I'm just, I'm so sorry. I'm like, you know what? We're good. Because in my mind, I'm like, I'm never, literally will never see you again. Mm-hmm. So move on with your life. But I was, <laughs> I was telling Neil, my hairdresser, about it yesterday. And he goes, in what universe would anyone ever snap at a diva? <laughs> I said, I, in what universe would anyone snap at anyone ever, ever? It's so ridiculously rude. And I just, I was out of my mind. I mean, maybe in role playing, but <laughs> I can't fathom in like real life or like maybe if, no, no, not even like a, not even like a baby. Like I just, ugh. God. And oh, by the way, shock of all shocks, he's single, ladies. He's single. So if you're into that, I'll give you his name. Snapped at. But it reminded me, I'm it because so I'm I'm filing back in my mind later. I'm like, when would it ever be appropriate to snap at anyone, even a child? Like, why would you? And then I started to laugh because when our mom was a real estate agent and she took calls at home all the time, pre-cell phone, of course. She did snap at us. She snapped at us constantly. But not only that. Mostly to get us to shut up. Well, that's what I was going to say is we were loud as fuck. We would sit there in the living room like, hey, stop it. Stop it. Change the channel. And all of a sudden we hear this and a point 
and a gritting of the teeth. And it's like, am, when I get off this phone, you know, it's she'd like, cover the mouthpiece. I am on a business call. <laughs> we were the worst children ever. Well, there was just so many of us. There was. It was like an orphanage. And then she would, she, somebody would walk up to her the instant she would get on a call. Mom, wait, I just, what? I have one question. Mom. And it's like, oh, my God. It's amazing she wasn't violent. <laughs> I mean, I've already really. had, since we've been doing this, both children yes. have already come in here. God. It's like the second you are no longer aware of their existence, they want your attention. I know. It's the same. I mean, Ryan's, like I said, Ryan's been playing Fortnite for a week straight. And then the 45 minutes I'm away, <laughs> he has to come find me. Oh, my God. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Now that you say that, I have my phone on silent. I have received two phone calls and a text message from children. Yeah. That's just the way it is. It's like, I know you're recording, but... Anyway, so I thought I'd share that little tidbit with you and how actually I was able to recall the one time that I've been snapped at that I thought it wasn't inappropriate was when our mother did it to shut us up when she was on a phone call as when she was taking business calls. Yeah, she was trying to get our attention to stop. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's true. And I, I can't recall a time I've ever snapped at anyone. I've never snapped my fingers at anyone. I'm a pretty good snapper. <laughs> I do. Maybe, yeah. maybe he, maybe this guy's from the day of, you know, when you would snap instead of applaud at poets. So maybe he thought that was you a snap at poets. Yeah. Back the beatnik days when they all wore black and turtlenecks and, and, and Ray-Bans in the sixties and they would sit in those little bars and smoke and poets would go up and talk. Plant, you, you don't. tree, <laughs> sky, life. And they didn't clap. They snapped. No, they would snap. Yeah. That's really weird. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, those are our grandparents now, so. God. Oh, geez. Oh, my God. Captain and Tennille, the, t- the captain died. Did you see that? Yeah, you know, I was never really into them. And so I, I watched wasn't either. one video and their songs <laughs> were a bit raunchy. But... They were very raunchy. And, you know, they were married for like 40 years and then they got a divorce. But they got divorced. Like, I know. Why? I don't know. They had after been 40 years? Married for like four decades. It's like, what What happened after 40 years where you finally decided, you where know you what, this isn't working? you draw the line in the sand and it's like, I've had enough. <laughs> it's like, I've had the, this is the last time I'm going to tell you to put the garbage bag in the trash. That's it. I don't want you to do it to me one more time. No more Hannity. Our muskrat love is over. It is over. Captain, I refuse. I will no longer call you my captain. Captain, Captain, my captain. Anyway, well, okay. Ugly and awkward moments of the week. Let's do those. Okay, so... We waited until literally like December 23rd to do all of our Christmas shopping. (laughs) Yes. We were at the store in line getting ready to buy a couple things. And uh, we were at the self-help checkout lines. Yes. I don't know how you view those things because there's usually two sides. There's like, you know, one side of checkout lines and the other side of checkout lines. So we were on one side and this girl was on the other side. 
So some people view it like whoever's checkout line is out first and whoever was there first gets to go to the checkout line. Okay. Other people view it like whatever checkout line you're waiting for, if it frees up, then you get to go. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I do know what you mean. I know what you mean. So um, I'm of the mindset if I'm waiting behind a checkout line mm-hmm. and it frees up, then I'm going to go to that checkout line. Yeah. If you're ne- if you're next in line. Yeah. yeah. Well, this girl that was on the other side crossed over and took the checkout line because she had been there before us. Okay. And so that made me angry. Yeah. And so I said, God, I'm like, what a bitch. <laughs> so <laughs> did she hear you? Well, I said it to Victor, but apparently it was a little bit louder. And <gasps> Victor's just like, <sighs> Victor's just like, Paula, he's like, I think she heard you. And I'm like, oh, well. Oh, yeah, I and don't care. so he's like, but when she looked back, she's like, Paula, she was disabled. <laughs> she, <laughs> she had Down syndrome. <laughs> Oh, my God, Polly, you're the worst person on the planet. I know. <laughs> I didn't see it. Hey, you know what? She should be glad that you treated her like she didn't have a disability. Okay? And I treated her just like every ordinary bitch out there. Like you would treat her just like anybody else. And she was probably like, you know what? I don't appreciate being called a bitch, but thank you for treating me like I'm a normal person. Like I'm not disabled in any way. Thank she you for that. Home, Mom, what's a bitch? No. She was probably like... Look at me. I'm a bitch. That's awesome. You know, you never know. You never know. This was late in the afternoon and I was like really done with shopping. I'm sure you felt terrible. Uh, Yeah, you know, I really didn't because I was just (laughs) so tired and I was just like, I'm really done. I at this point wouldn't care if they were you know what's funny is especially when you it doesn't even matter the time of year it doesn't matter if it's the holidays or whatever it's just when things are really busy we we were at the grocery store again for something there was two elderly women in front of us they were obviously best friends they had two huge plastic bags full of bananas and like a thing of coffee and i said oh well let's just go here So we went behind them and we're standing there. And then the one woman turns to the other and says, oh, you know what? I saw that. I think it was down one of these two aisles. So the other one goes, you know what? I'll just go check real quick. So she slowly leaves and walks towards the aisles. No concept of what she's looking for. And immediately it's their turn. And of course, everything, every line is 10 people deep. And so we're standing behind it. And the girl who's checked, she goes, that's all right. We'll wait for her. And I was like, oh, shit. So I turned to Daryl and I said, this is not boating well for us. And so a dude, uh, another checker saw and he grabbed our basket and we immediately got checked out and we were out of there. Oh we were leaving. Oh, God. That's like, oh. it never happens. <laughs> when is it? When do you ever get that lucky? Never suddenly there's a manager over there they're over the natalie will you please report back to your checkout line natalie will you please report your check she was gone and probably didn't know what she was looking for anymore and was like oh this is nice you know and then she completely stopped looking for whatever she was supposed to retrieve she was gone in the store 
And her friend is just standing there with her two bags of bananas going, well, you know, I just don't really know where Natalie went. I We talked about it. And, you know. Oh my God. How many bananas does someone need? I don't know. Maybe they were making bread. Who knows? But I was just like, God, we dodged a bullet. Man, did we dodge that bullet. Thank God. It was it's nice. It's always worse when you're in line and then someone's behind you and then all of a sudden the checkout line starts blinking and you're like, oh, oh I'm stuck. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, and then you start looking around. It's like survival of the fittest. Everybody starts scanning, looking yeah, around. They're just like, where can I go? Where can I go? <laughs> One of the things that makes me laugh is whenever I'm at Target or the grocery store, and I clearly have copious amounts of goods, mm-hmm. and someone stands behind me with like two handfuls of things, and they get this look like, oh, shit. And then they, they leave. They leave because they see my basket. They don't even, I'm like, I would have let them go in front of me. I always do. I always do. And then here's the other thing. I'm like, you don't know how capable I am. You don't know how fast. (laughs) I'm very quick. I am swift. You know, I've got this down. They just see me and they go, ah, $200 worth of crap. I'm out of here. I know. Oh, well. One of the worst things I hate is when you see the checkout line, there's a line at the self-check. Like, why would you wait in line to buy your own goods? Just wait in line somewhere else. Yeah, really. It's actually faster sometimes if you just go to the regular checkout. It is way faster. Way faster. But people, well, I think people like to scan their own things. They think it's fun. Yeah, I guess. But I mean, I most of the time when you're there, you scan your own item and then you put it in the bag and they're like, please put your item in the bag. You're like, <laughs> I did. Please wait for assistance. Oh, God. So the person has to come over, type in their code, and you're just like, I just put in, you know. They're like, it's all right. This machine always does that. It's like the fixture machine. Especially if it's something light, you know, like a, I don't know, like a bag of wafers or something. (laughs) Something. Daryl and I can't do, I don't do checkout with Daryl because we always get in an argument. You guys get in an argument over everything. (laughs) No. Every time, because I'm faster than he is, and he's so fucking methodically slow. I want to just throttle him. He's so methodical, and I'm just like, just get it in the bag. He's like, wait, (laughs) we need to do this and that. I'm like, I just, uh." and so I will like go in and start doing stuff, and then of course I will easily error everything out because we're both trying to do it at the same time. See, Victor and I have roles. He takes the groceries and put them in the bag. I stand at the register and wait for the total. <laughs> yeah. That's my role. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny is, um, you know how techie Daryl is. So now you can take your phone, you know how you can scan your cards in and you can just put your phone up against the, the thing and it I, will read. I don't want to do that. Okay. I don't want to do it either. But Daryl does. He goes, I'm angry that I have to put a chip somewhere. I just want to slide, slide my card. <laughs> Me too. I'm just like, what happened? I'm like, I'm, I'm glad the checkbooks are gone. But yeah. you know, can we just do the simple haha and be done with it? Or I, I don't mind the chip too much. But, you know, now he's like, no, you can just put your phone up and we can just set you up and da da da. So no. I attempted. I, OK, I attempted to do that and something didn't work. It didn't work for me. It was broken. And I said, look, it's not working. He, I go, look, the bank says it's approved, but it says it's not approved on the app. He's like, you just need to redo it. I'm like, I'm not doing it again. I'm not doing it again. What if it takes it out twice? Yeah. I go, forget it. Forget it. I'm and never like, using this again. Ever. And I haven't to this day. Yeah. If it <laughs> just doesn't work refuse. one time, then I'm done. I'm done. I'm like, I'll just do the chip. He goes, you know, there's just, it's so much easier. I'm like, it is so much easier it's just that you think it's easy even though you stand there with your stupid phone on the screen for 10 minutes waiting for it to find your card I know. like Isn't no funny They'll it's not there new something. i oh. know 
I I hate technology. I just absolutely no hate technology. It. I just yeah, I'm ever over since it. we got the Xbox, I still haven't figured out because now they're running everything through the Xbox. I say they, yes. Ryan and yes. Victor, right? They're running right. everything through the Xbox. I still don't know how to turn on the television. I like, hate it. I'm like, I just want to watch TV, and they're like, you just have to go to menu. <laughs> That's uh, too options, much. Blah 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 blah. Find I'm one like, guy. All I had to do last time was push a button. Why yeah, did you well, guys have to complicate it? The one thing that's great is that because I throw such hissy fits when it comes to things like that, everything in my house is press one button. Everything. Or if I turn it on, I go, why is the TV not working? <laughs> and, I know. And Malia will be like, I was playing whatever. I was playing that block game that no one plays anymore. Oh, Minecraft. Minecraft. I was playing Minecraft. I'm like, well... <laughs> What is this? Mom, all you have to do is turn on the controller and hit X and da-da. I'm like, okay, already too many steps. <laughs> right. Can I just reset something? Can I just like turn something off and turn it back on and then we'll just get TV? It took him it took him forever to teach me how to use Netflix. I know ne- I refused to use Netflix because I didn't want to deal with it. And he's like, it's just under apps. It's uh, you have your own account. I'm like, look. It, this is already too much work. That's the uh, thing. Oh. I'm like, I, I, they made me an account. I'm like, why do I need my own account? Why do we have multiple <laughs> accounts? Why does Olivia need an account? <laughs> I know. What is she watching? <laughs> yeah, really? I'll just go to hers. Um, I know. I know. And then, um, what was the other? Oh, so, you know, now with Xfinity, you can actually use voice work, voice activation. Oh, the little blue button. You can press the blue button and say, Top Gun and Top they'll show you where Top Gun is right yeah Olivia right? did that the other day and it came up bullshit because I don't know what she was trying to watch she was watching Fox News Paula that's what so. it was she was probably looking up Shepard Smith oh my god oh my god don't let her watch that I didn't tell you my um I thought your uh, snappy guy was the ugly and awkward moment that is an ugly moment. But my awkward moment was New Year's Eve. We stayed up till midnight. I didn't even tell you. Malia had friends over. I'll tell you about that next week if I if I feel like it. She had friends over. So Daryl and I were super low key. We made some made some dinner and I looked like total shit. And I just didn't care. I, I don't know what was going on with me that day. And so. Yeah. Halfway through the night, I went in the bathroom and put on some makeup. You did? <laughs> Well, because I knew we were going to take some pictures. Photos. So exactly. Was like, well, which was sad because even in the pictures, I looked exhausted. <laughs> I'm just like, this is horrible. The the photo, the one picture that I posted, I, I mean, you saw my hair. It was a shampoo day. And I mean, I had it in a bun and you could tell it was dirty. You posted a picture? I thought it was just of a champagne glass. That was my second photo. My first photo was Daryl and I staying in front uh, at oh, midnight. Oh, yeah. That was cute. Yeah, that was our... And I, it was black and white, so you could see no acne scars or <laughs> circles under my eyes. Or grease or anything. Yes, even though my hair definitely looked greasy to me. But anyway, <laughs> so... I said, okay, well, I'm going to go upstairs. He goes, well, you want to, you want a glass, you know, since we're going to settle and you want a glass upstairs? I'm like, yeah, sure. So he gave me a nice full glass of champagne. I put it upstairs. I set it on my nightstand and I went to grab a pillow to pull it off so I could like reassess the bed, the sheet and stuff. Mm -hmm. I hit that champagne glass so hard with that pillow that it splashed all over my bed, all over the other pillow, all over my rug, all over the blanket. It could have been a gallon of champagne. It wasn't, but it was enough. And I said, are you fucking kidding me? It is 12.02 p.m. on 2019, and I have already 
done something clumsy. Just like that. Jeez. I, it, everything Did is... Did you break I, the glass? No. I couldn't oh, believe it. That's a good thing. The one saving grace is I did not break it. Because it didn't land on anything hard. It landed on all the blankets and the, the rug and everything like that. Can I couldn't believe it. Our glasses break in the dishwasher. Probably because Mine too. Cheap. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. All right. Anyway. All right. Well, that's a wrap for today. Thank you, everybody, for joining us uh, after your holiday vacation. Please continue to shop our Amazon page. You can go to UglyTruth.com and click on the Amazon button. And also visit LipAndClip.com and purchase your uh, makeup and skincare needs there. Uh, We will see you on Wednesday. Have a fabulous rest of your week. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.